the Mark Kelly smear campaign was fucking weird. The, I would be watching YouTube and those fucking advertisements were fucking weird. Like, Mark Kelly is this and he does this. Yeah. And he was. Uh, Let me read you these texts I sent because I get all these texts from the political people. Oh my God. Fuck those. So, How does he not know there's an election going on? He had to be getting those texts. Right. And I think it's because he uh, isn't registered to vote. So this one is this is disgusting. I'm sick. This is why I'm voting against Mark Kelly. He only cares about abortion, not women's safety. And it's a video of a woman that was talking about when she was sexually trafficked and they forced her to get abortions. And I'm like, LMFAO, do you think going to Planned Parenthood and being abducted are the same thing? (laughs) I didn't get a response from them. (laughs) Yeah, of course you did. (laughs) Uh, let's see. That's There's... fucking hilarious. That's crazy. That's insane. There was one where it was, again, about him and abortion. I sent back an emoji of a baby in a trash can, and I said, thank you for the info. Can't wait to vote him into office. <laughs> Fuck babies. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> like, don't use abortion for me or like that to me, you know? Like, that's not a selling point to not vote for somebody. 2022, the fact that that's still like a... There's reasons people need abortions and they should be able to have them. If you don't want abortions, don't get an abortion. It's that easy. You would think it was that simple. (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy that we even like... Like, I was thinking about like how much when we were like kids in the early 2000s, they like fought on the gay marriage thing. I was like, yo... How the fuck does two gay niggas getting married affect me? Yeah. Like, why is this such like a... Because it lets you think it's okay. Okay. And we can't have people thinking it's okay. They got to be normal. I, I I wish... And that's... To bring it around, the kind of girls raised in that are the ones that fuck... Yeah. So, okay. And he's also a shallow motherfucker. Oh, there's so much of this we can't <laughs> use. So why don't you, are you ready to start? Do you want to give us yeah. your catchphrase and then I guess we could start? <laughs> it's just an easy editing point. I love. I could, I could stick that anywhere. Anywhere. And on that note, boom. You're oh, there. we can, maybe we went on for too long and there's no good natural breaking point. I could cut me off halfway and you say that. Yep. And it's like kind of a, you've done that before. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a good comedic timing thing where it's like, you're just done with my bullshit and you want to get started. And on that note, hello, uh, Konnichiwa. Speaking of Konnichiwa, my brother just had a baby. Oh, second second baby. My name is Gabe. I'm cutting that out. Don't worry. His name is Colin. And we do a podcast. That podcast, his name is Hey, that's the name of the album. And we're not offensive to people, except we on are. Mike. <laughs> on Mike. Yeah, yeah, on Mike. We, we, we just had a whole session talking shit about this nigga, that nigga. I just want to emphasize that they were not fellas. No, they weren't niggas. They uh, weren't, you know, they weren't African American men that we're talking shit about. We're talking about uh It was know, my more fellas. pastier people. Yeah. You know? Pastier's pretty generous. Pasty is the you know, that dude's pretty fucking pasty. He's 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 more Mexican than I am. Dog, I was looking at him and like he was like 
under the lights of the Tim, and I was like, God damn, this thing is like a ghost. Yeah. Like, God damn, it's a white motherfucker. Yeah. Like, uh, and I'm telling you, he's more Mexican than I am. Yes. That's genetics, man. <laughs> that's how that's. That's why it's so crazy. You know? You're listening to the sultry sounds of G Money, The Dark Knight, uh, Black Lightning. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. God fucking damn. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. R.I.P. Uh, uh, Takeoff. Uh, we've lost a lot of great people, and it makes me I don't really think sad. Anyone's said that yet. R.I.P. Kevin Conroy and Takeoff. All together, <laughs> it yeah. It does not mesh. It does not. We've just been, this has been a fucking... Fuck this year, man. Yeah, I don't... Just in case our listeners don't know, Kevin Conroy's been the voice of Batman. He is Batman. He dude. is Batman. He's Batman. Outside of, like, Christian Bale and what's his fuck, David uh, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. David Pattinson. Is that somebody? Hilarious. Is David Pattinson I don't, I don't, I don't know who he is, but he should be someone. Yeah. There should be a David Pattinson <laughs> out there. Yeah. There probably is a David Pattinson out there. You know, he's if just there chilling. is, he's just a fucking little bitch. What if David Pattinson is our new fan <laughs> <laughs> that's listening to He's like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> They're right about those shout outs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is awesome. David Pattinson, if you're out there, hit us up. Hit <laughs> Our line, nigga. <laughs> oh man, uh, this is C Money on the mic with the sultry voice. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell's stepson. Uh, you know, white lightning, white chocolate. C Money, how you doing tonight? I'm all right. I am all right. I'm all right. All right. He's doing his uh, McConaughey impression. You know, <laughs> imagine, imagine if that's how he was, how he did it. He's like. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah all, all, right, right. all right. All right. All right. That redhead wouldn't have been into him like that in the movie. I love that movie. All right. Great movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, today movie. we are doing another gym from the year of 1996, a part of our year retrospective. Uh, Rage Against the Machine, Evil Empire. I think this is um, this was chosen. This was chosen by uh, our audience. Not really yeah. our audience, but people that I knew. They're our audience. They're, I mean, they're if, kind of if our, they maybe saw they the survey, they're an audience. They're not. Yes, I like that. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah, our because audience. It, you not, guys chose this album. Yeah, like we put it on our Instagram. People aren't going to follow our Instagram if they're not. This an is, it was on my Instagram. Oh, this is before we made the Instagram. And it's not page. our audience. Exactly, it's my audience. Okay, some well, people that I know. Exactly, that's what I was saying. Oh. The this is uh, I had cut all that out, so it sounds like we have an audience. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) They uh, chose between this uh, Lil Kim's Hardcore, um, Fashion Nugget by Cake, and uh, Fiona Apple's Title. Those were the choices. And Rage Against the Machine beat all those albums. Easy, hands down. Yeah, it was like four to two. It was pretty four to two. Yeah, that's a close one. I was kind of hoping for. I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of hoping for the Fiona Apple album or Fashion Nugget. Oh my god, we can cut that out too. Oh yeah, Jesus, we're fuck, cutting man. out a lot. It's, <laughs> it's a, a lot five, of cutting. Five minutes. I'm gonna cut out everything, and it's gonna be like, all right, now it's time for our top five. <laughs> and then I'm not to gonna cut. Yeah, and I'm not gonna allow any elaboration in any of our top fives. You're gonna say your five. And then straight cut to your four, and then straight cut to We're your. We're just getting three. right to the point. In yeah, the, in the show now. Yeah. For efficiency. Yeah. That's crazy, man. That's insane. I would never do that. Good. We need we need some type of dialogue with our audience. Um, 
There was something else I wanted to ask you before I was going to go into my spiel, but I might as well go into my spiel about uh, 1996. Um, 1996, one of the main reasons I chose one of this year is because there's so many different like branches of like crazy music coming out this year. Like this is a great year for hip hop. Um, the return of New Edition was this year, which is. I feel like only black people cared about. So here's the thing. It's a new edition, new edition. It was a new, it was, it was a new edition of new edition. Yeah. Cause, uh, Johnny was with the group and then Bobby Brown came back and they were all old and, uh, Puff Daddy was doing production for their music. So it was, of course Puff got in there. Oh man. Puff knew what he was doing. Puff gets in anywhere. On the outside of that, you know, rock music is still relevant. And possibly more relevant than it ever been, but the alternative music shit was slowing down. We were getting industrial shit. Um, the Spice Girls come in, and we'll Ooh. talk about them later. And they, you know, they bring back groups. Girl groups get a, a thing. You know, boy bands come back because of the Spice Girls. Spice Girls are huge. And then we have this album, this Rage Against the Machine album. And like, I don't think, I feel like the first Rage album. Um, sucked no <laughs> I loved it I like I, I really really like uh, their su- this is a self-titled album mm. I really enjoyed that album but I don't I think the thing about this album is that this kind of music benefits from uh, war yeah and for people to not be for things to be going on bad things, really, really horrible things to be going on in the country. Like, you know, Vietnam going at war or for the civil rights movement. When you make protest music or you make strong political music, there needs to be something that uh, people really want to fight against. And the 90s just wasn't that time period where people wanted to fight shit. People just wanted to fucking party and do ecstasy, especially in 96. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like prime Clinton era. Yeah. So there wasn't like the Gulf War or anything going no, on. No Gulf War, you know. He's doing shit to actually do stuff for the economy. Like when, when I was younger, I didn't know what the Gulf War was. Everyone just said the Gulf War. So I thought there was a war in the Gulf of Mexico going on <laughs> or like the other Gulf around there. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, there was a war that close to U.S. soil? What the fuck happened? What were we doing? Yeah. So, uh... On our previous episodes of this retrospective, uh, I talked about sports, um, uh, movies. Sure. Um, I forgot what I talked about the other one, but I'm going to talk about uh, world events now. Some world events that happened Ooh. during 96. Yeah, right? All right. Um, do you remember the Unabomber? Do I remember the Unabomber? Ted Kaczynski? The, my nigga. Yeah, I know Ted Kaczynski. He was uh, arrested. In 96. They got him in 96. Wow. You know, the Unabomber is funny to me because he happened and the uh, Oklahoma thing happened. Oh, yeah. Can't forget the Oklahoma thing. And then the Waco shit had happened a few years before that. Wacko Waco. Wacko Waco. And so all these men involved in these large tragedies and 
bombings and destroying shit, kids getting fucking molested and killed and all that crazy shit. These are all white dudes. Yeah. It's always white dudes. The amount of domestic terrorism that white dudes were doing in the 90s. Oh, it's not. It's troubled individuals. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Isolated we, we're not. We're not terrorists. We're just troubled individuals. And then it, it makes the, the our favorite subject on this show... 911. Yeah. Gabe and Colin mentioned 911 again. Take a take a shot. Um <laughs> I wish. <laughs> and it's funny because like that happens and then America goes fucking insane. It's like, "Oh my god. You know, everybody that's Muslim has to get it. Anybody that's like that has got to get it." Well, it's like we didn't learn from everyone likes to talk about the Japanese internment camps that we set up during World War II yeah. and how terrible that was and everything. I bet you they were wanting that shit for Muslims after 9 Oh yeah, happened. Oh, yeah. You know they were. Yeah. You know they were. It's you, like they can act the high and mighty and say, oh, we would never put Japanese people in a camp if we were there in that time. It's pretty much happening now with immigrants being yep. locked up in cages. Ice. Yep. And it's like, y'all say nothing. Fuck it. Don't need to get too political, but it's rage. So... <laughs> Uh, approximately 45 million people are using the internet in 96. That's it? 30 million of those are in North America, 9 million in Europe, and 6 million in Asia. Baby numbers for the for the internet now. You know, before the internet was really popping. I probably visit the internet 50 million times a day. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. You're all, you are the internet. We are the internet now. We are the internet. Uh, I don't... It's like, We Are the World. Did that come out in 96? It came out in, like, 84. Oh, sh- whatever. Fuck 84. Dolly the Sheep, the first mammal to be successfully cloned from an adult cell, is born I in the UK. Yeah. Where did we where did we where did we go from there? Why 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 am I not able to get a, a clone? Because it's held for politicians and billionaires. Uh, so do you think that there's like a Trump clone? What I think they do is they successfully clone them. And then kill them and harvest the stem cells. Oh, shit. That is probably... Yeah, because you can't just... Maybe they have one on ice or something for, like, if somebody dies unexpectedly and they have to keep them in power and shit. But it's like, I believe the stem cell thing more. Because if they're all trying to get rid of babies and abortions, like, that was a big thing of stem cell research was aborted fetuses. There's a whole South Park episode about it. It's fucking hilarious. This is a South Park episode for everything. Dude, I was just watching one before you got here. I got some food at Johnny Gibbs when I was watching South Park. It was the thing people don't understand about South Park. They think either it's offensive or stupid, like the messaging. But it's like the messaging is just a commentary of what's going on now. It's just a parody of it. Yeah. And they were having a good discussion about Pajama Day. I say good discussion. It wasn't a good discussion. <laughs> uh, they were having a discussion about Pajama Day at the school, and it was being canceled for the boys and girls. So out of solidarity, all of the parents and stuff, all the adults in town were wearing pajamas to work. Oh, and yeah. then there were people who weren't wearing pajamas I remember to that work. episode. Yeah, and it's like, okay, that's like going on now with a whole bunch of shit. Like, yeah. Wear purple to stop domestic violence and change your Instagram picture. And mask. To, yeah. Well, see, that was the other thing. It was if you weren't wearing pajamas, 
you couldn't come into the store. But you could wear the pajamas on the way to your table, and when you got to the table, you don't have to wear the pajamas anymore. <laughs> and that was a direct commentary on mass. Oh, my God. And it wasn't like a commentary. It was like, a, this is the same thing, but in a funny way. Yeah, satirically. And uh, the subject. Yeah, people don't get that about South Park. Like, the shit's made in a week. Yeah, that always that always impressed me. Yeah. South Park wouldn't premiere for another year. 96, South Park premiered in 97, man. Dude, I remember when it came out. I've been re-watching the first season. Yeah. That's a little more problematic. Oh, yeah, for sure. It was 97, it's, bro. It's not the... Not, like, problematic by our standards now. I mean, like, not satirical as it is now. No, no, no. It was just... It, it was, was just, just offensive humor. Yeah, it was just offensive like, humor. That was... It was 97. Yeah. It was what was popping. That's what we, you know, that's who we were then. Let's do it. Let's go to questions for Colin. Questions for Colin. All right. Questions. Questions for Colin. Questions for Colin. I tried to do it in a Zach Del Rocha way, but, you know, I can't do it. Um, I want to ask, how do you feel about uh, political music as a uh, young um, white conservative man? I wouldn't say I'm conservative. I'm pretty centrist with a few let's, conservative leaning views. Let's just lean into you being conservative for, for better podcast purposes. But it's not like social issues where I'm conservative. <laughs> You're, I want to get that out of the way. <laughs> like, well, how do you feel about political music? From I mean, I mean, like, if it sounds good, I like it. Because I mean, I have I don't want to put this uh, group Rage Against the Machine in a box. But uh, most of their songs are very politically charged or socially uh, charged. Right. And for some people that works and some people that is kind of a turnoff. If it sounds good, I'll like it. Yeah. If it's annoying, I won't like it. Like, do you feel like this? some of this is a bit preachy or do you think it's that right, you know? This album, I thought it was the right amount. Yeah. I didn't think anything was too preachy. Um, and again, it's, I don't care if it's too preachy, if it sounds good, it's good. If it's not like, all right, I'm going to cut this out. What were we talking about? Preachiness. We were talking about, Yeah. I don't think this is going to be great editing because it's going to be us talking about it. And then the very next second, what were we talking about? Yeah. Uh, I, there's so many, everybody's so shitty. Yeah. There's so few people that like have that good like amount like this is my thing i think a big thing is that people spend so much time trying to disavow the shitty parts of themselves which makes it i think that makes it grow yeah i think when you acknowledge and are very aware of how shitty you can be and how shit your thoughts are and you're not afraid of that i think that gives you so much like freedom and like air about yourself I get so uncomfortable <laughs> yeah. around people because I know that they haven't reached that state of mind yet. Like they need to do more psychedelic drugs because that's where yeah. you get it from. Yeah. Like when I did shrooms when I was these microdosing, people can barely smoke with me, Colin. Yeah. Like these people barely like a lot of these people have had come from very like sheltered lives. And so I'm like I'm around more sheltered people than people who've actually been outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I've had to... Th- I'm a thug. I've had to thug it my whole life. I don't understand, like, nice shit. You know what I'm saying? Even small... I uh, still appreciate the little things in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you writing down a song? 
Yeah, I because I only had the top three. Yeah. So I did the honorable mention, least favorite, and four and five. Okay, we were talking. Uh, let me go to my second question. <laughs> yeah, sorry about Let's that. Let's go to the second question. No, I, no yeah. we, that was a good conversation. That yeah, was, I mean, it'll all have to be cut, but yeah. it's good to get the conversation out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, another question. Uh, Zach Del Rocha, the lead, lead singer, he's yeah. basically a rapper. Sure. Would you think he could rap over beats like beats beats? Do you think he oh, could I translate? Think so. Like a lot of this sounds like it is like people of the sun right now. It sounds yeah. like he's doing that. Yeah, you know. I think uh uh turn it up, turn the radio, turn it off. Fear is the only uh Vietnam. Yeah. I feel like that song also has that kind of uh energy of almost like I think the rap rock fusion. Is a really underrated gem, and I don't think it's been mined enough in music. I think there is a select, uh, you know, I think the new metal thing kind of put a bad taste in people's mouths. But I think, you know, I've never heard it described as what you just said, rap rock. Rap rock, yeah. That is such a good because to me, this isn't him singing. No, like he's not following a melody or anything. He's rapping. He's rapping. And I, I never, I always knew it sounded different, but I couldn't place my finger on it. That's a perfect way to describe it. Have you heard uh, Bring the Noise by uh, Public Enemy Anthrax? No. Great fucking song, man. Hmm. Really great rap. Like, really one of the first others oh, walk this way with Aerosmith and uh, Run, Run DMC. DMC. Yeah. And then that would be the next biggest, like, uh, uh, collaboration of, like, rock and rap. And then the year after that, Rage dropped their first album, which is, you know, the same kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't, I think, you know, there's Rage doing it and there are other, there's probably a couple other, but I still think, I f- think that fusion is just like something that doesn't get touched upon enough. And I think, I think if Zach was like a traditional MC, I think that's kind of some, a lane that, I don't know, I mean, him and, uh, Rage Against Machine and Public Enemy are kind of like combined a group. I haven't heard any of their stuff, so if any of the listeners want to educate me on that, they know about it. You can tell me. But from what I've, I've never heard Zach over a traditional instrumental like a Pete Rock or a fucking DJ Premier or anything like that. I think in those circumstances, I think he would be very, very like at home. I think that'd be such an interesting twist to hear him over like a really like groovy beat because everything on this is like very heavy. and heavy. And, and that's why I really intense. like it because one of my favorite instruments has always been the guitar for just how it sounds. Yeah. And then I've always liked uh, rap vocals more than like singing vocals because it just feels more authentic and real to me. I can feel that. And like for a lot of the time when I, we've talked about this before, when somebody releases a new album, I'm not really paying attention to the lyrics. I'm just paying attention to the flow and how it makes me feel. Yeah. And then I later go back and listen to the lyrics. And it's like, I just like the feeling of that and the feeling of a guitar. And when you combine both of them on this fucking Rage album, I really like it. Uh, I like, I, we've been doing this for a while, for this, talking about this for a while. We haven't really said how we feel about that. We usually kind of give that to the lower half. But I did like this album. Yeah. Uh, at first, I kind of thought it was too heavy, and I did want more groovy, more groovier songs. And there's not a lot of groovy songs on here, but um, I, I appreciate the rage of it. <laughs> yeah, they res- <laughs> they spoke to their name. I, I forget. I'm like, oh, this is who they are. And once I got kind of got like okay with that, you know, everything kind of rolled off. You know, there's some songs on here that I think are a little bit too repetitive, but the songs that are really that really really work and stand out, they stand out very very well. 
mm-hmm. and they kind of shine brighter. So, you know, I do like this album. It is a good album. It's very solid. And I think I've actually, you know, I've, you know, we've been supposed to review this like like a couple Weeks months ago. ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Like but even when I returned to a lot of the songs to review and I'm like it actually got better as I kept listening to it. You know, yeah. I got more into stuff and the some really really cool choruses and like hooks on this thing. Like they're really really dope for this to be such a heavy album the hooks. And that's the thing, like I I got lost in that. I usually really, really like to know the lyrics and what the songs are about. That's just like the songwriter in me. Mm-hmm. But like the 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 refrains and the, the guitar work is really, really interesting and cool on like a lot of the songs. A lot of my favorite songs have like very unique patterns that they do. Um, so fuck it. Let's go to our top five. All right. Turn the top five. Turn it off. Fear is your only top five. Yeah. Turn it off. Yeah. That's the song. There you go. That's pretty good. That's all right. I, I, the, well, I'm trying to be supportive. The like, the the tempo of the song is a little bit much for me. You know. Yeah, it's a bit out of your wheelhouse. Yeah. 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 I was riding down Rodeo with a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, you can't. Oh. That's, those are the lyrics of the uh, song. For them, it's okay. You know? All right. I'm sorry for the horrible top five song, you guys. It's been a while. Okay. It wasn't horrible. God, I've, lift your head up. You I've, fucking... I've done. I've done better top five songs. So. And you've done worse, so it's okay. Yeah. You know, it evens out. I guess. Yeah. You know, I think two my steps door... forward, two steps back. Opposites attract. Yeah. Well... I'm dressed like a cat. All right. Let me get into my honorable mention. Um, tire me. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Uh, I really, really, uh, honestly, I was laid back listening to this song the first time we were supposed to uh, record. Yeah. And I was laid back listening to this very song because I had it pretty high in my top five. But um, just the, I want to be like Jackie Onassis, Onassis. Like, I was really <laughs> into that. I was like, yo, if he would have carried that the whole song, if that was like the hook of the whole song, I would have it in my top five. But it's at the, towards the end of the song. so. But no, I really, why? really like that, that part. What did he mean by that? He wanted to be Jackie Onassis. Yeah, like he wanted to be a first lady? Uh, I feel like he was saying he... Uh, or he wanted to know the feeling of having your loved one get shot in the head right next to you with blood and brains on your Chanel dress? I think he just wanted to feel beautiful and important. I think that's what he was saying. He wanted to feel... he Wait, he thinks that metal muncher is beautiful and important? Yeah, Jackie O. The people, fucking... People... Doug, there was a whole movie made about this woman. Like, Okay, there's movies made about the fucking Unabomber. Doesn't yeah, mean he's they're hot. important to American culture. Yeah, I wouldn't make movies about the fucking Unabomber. Dude, make... all I'm saying is, uh, yeah, I she thought was, it was. She I, was pretty I just liked mid. the way he sung it, but I don't think anybody. Re- I don't think anybody should really want to be Jackie O. No offense yeah. to her, but she kind of went through a lot. Uh, number five, uh, the last song on the album, "Year of the Boomerang." Uh, mostly just. Because I really enjoy the guitar work and it's uh, the right kind of levity for a last song on the album. A lot of songs, a lot of albums we listen to have these album enders, and I'm like, why did you end the album with that? Yeah. This yeah. one is right in your face. In the year of the boomerang, he, he's got this swagger about the way he raps. He, it's, it's terrifying 
and like cool at the same time. Right. And it's kind of it's some people can pull off both, but he kind pull off both one or the other, but he kind of combines it like perfectly, honestly. And there's some swagger about him in the way he screams. I let it not hang. I let year on a boomerang. It's kind. It's it's kind of Snoop Doggish, in the in the way that it's delivered. Yeah. So it's he's got some swagger and some punch at the same time. So I mean, that's really the main reason why I like it. And I like the hook. Honestly, I don't know what the song is about. Hey, that's fine. I, I try not to worry myself about that too much. Uh, number four. Uh, roll right. Roll right. Roll right. If it feels right. like a fucking, like a uh, that that beginning, like it feels like a, all these songs because uh, uh, what's the song? The next album after this, uh, Battle of Los Angeles, I believe. Um, the uh, one of the songs, Gorilla Radio, uh, was in Tony Hawk. Uh, yeah. Two. So. Bulls on Parade was another Guitar Hero song. Yeah. And that's when I first heard it. And I'm like, these dudes, they're running down a family with a fucking pocket full of shells. That's hardcore, man. This is fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> In a pocket full of shells. Yeah. Again, another song with swagger. It, like, ugh, strength. Yeah. Um, and talking about good guitar work on that. Yes, Ooh. yes. We'll get to that. Great song. Yeah. Uh, what was I talking about? I was talking about uh, Roll Right. We had Roll Right, Roll Right. Like, again, like, this guy has fucking power and, like, conviction in everything he says. And this is, I think, one of the songs, like I said, the guitars do something really, really different. And it goes right with him and his anger and his like power that he's wielding. This is what I do like about this album. When the guitar is right and his voice is right, it like fucking it grabs your attention and makes you like feel powerful when you sing sing the words with him. When you say the words with him, you feel like you are part of him. Yeah, you know, it's really really good shit. I really 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 the. I, I feel like so much of this album, so many songs of this album, right to be used in movies with action movies, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. revolutionary movies, you know? And, and I'll say that a lot of this album could have made my top five. Like, yeah, I had a hard time thinking of a least favorite because I didn't, like, really hate anything. Yeah. And then the one I chose, I just hated a part of the song, and it really took me out of the song. So. Same, same. So mine mine is might, the same. I wonder if it's the same song. I wonder, too. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, Down Rodeo. Yeah, I ride a Rodeo with a shotgun. These people never seen a brown man since their parents bought one. Oh. That's some fucking great political Still relevant to this day. Still fucking relevant today. Yeah, this song is fucking amazing. It's really, really like one of the best, one of their best songs that I've heard. I've I've listened to. This is the first time I listened to this album, but I listened to their first album and their last album. A lot, like uh, their very first. last album. Or yeah, well, their their last in the, in the original run. Um, so I was really into Rage Against the Machine. Like when I was like 2000, like 2011, 2012, when I was like 18, 19. Yeah. So like, but I never heard this album. So like, I would say this definitely is one of their best songs, one of their most high energy songs. Um, 
the chorus is amazing. And uh, this was in, uh, I believe this is in uh, Higher Learning, made by John Singleton. Good movie. Uh, number two, Vietnam. All right. All Vietnam right. was my number one for a while till I the my number one kind of uh snuck up on me. Um, yeah, play it. There's a there's a part in this that yeah, turn the radio, turn it off. This song sounds like Gorilla Radio. That's why I like it so much. And Gorilla Radio is one of my favorite songs that they've ever done. I think about the movie Pirate Radio. You ever I've see never that? Seen that? It has uh. Philip Seymour Hoffman and he he's got a boat and they're doing like a pirate radio thing. I've never seen it. I heard it was really good though. You gotta watch it, man. Yeah. We gotta watch the new Black Panther too. Yeah, when do you wanna go see it? Uh, I'm down to go anytime. Yeah. Because I really uh, wanna see it soon. I don't think I'm doing anything. I'm definitely not doing anything tomorrow. So let's go see it tomorrow. It had to be tomorrow in the evening. Okay. Because I'm a football motherfucker. Oh, yeah. For seven fucking hours. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I have a, a conniption. Oh, uh, okay. I'm like, uh oh. Did I just let's? I <laughs> did seven hours make his brain break. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't what was I talking about? Uh, Vietnam. Yeah. Fear is your only side. That's the the turn on radio. Turn it off. Here is my only side. It's like, it's like a jam session. That's what I feel like the song, my favorite songs feel like jam sessions where you accidentally found a really good groove and then you're like, okay, let's just freestyle. Like, let's do that from now on and we just kind of get to a good. I feel like they're like him and Tom were just kind of like going back and forth and it felt just feels like a fun time. And they're talking shit about Rush Limbaugh. I yeah. looked it up. Fuck Rush like, Limbaugh. Fuck Rush Limbaugh, right? He's dead now, right? Racist piece of shit. Yeah. Fuck him. Couldn't have, couldn't have, couldn't have happened to a better guy. Um, yeah, this song is fucking amazing. Great guitar work. Really strong fucking lyrics. The the you'll be dancing. This is a song you can actually dance to. Like it's hardcore, but you can fucking shimmy to it a little bit. You know. Super yeah. dope song. Uh, my least favorite. Let's get into it. What is it? Uh, Revolver. Interesting. Okay, that wasn't my least favorite. No? I feel like that one almost made an honorable mention for me. Let me put it on and listen. But it's not on anything of mine, so it's one of my left-offs. All right. The only reason why I say it's my least favorite is because I just think the the refrain is just really, really repetitive and it just kind of bored me for how long the song is. If it was like maybe a two-minute song, kind of like Tire Me, then uh, I would probably not dislike it as much. Or you just kind of... You know, I thought it was kind of boring. You know, that's really what it is. I thought it was boring, too long for it to for it just to be. Revolver. Okay. That's a. I think that's why I left it off because I didn't hate it, but I didn't care for it. Yeah, I I I have an issue with it because I think Revolver is a cool name for a song. And uh, I love Revolver Ocelot. How does it end? Because I wonder if I picked the wrong song. I get an okay song, but it's just it goes on for too long. So that's your least favorite. Yes. What's your number one? Drum roll, please. Uh, without a face. Oh, really? You don't have Bowls on Parade at any point in your list. Uh, Damn. I like the song. It's a good song, but I. Uh, the 
the begin the whole the do 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 is so menacing. And like without a face, I think the biggest thing that it does is it creates a mood that is inescapable. I've noticed you liked a lot of the latter half of the album. Yeah. The only thing you had from the beginning was Vietnam. Yeah, I think is I is I think and I'm the opposite. I think everything at the beginning of the album you fuck with. Uh, there's a couple of the latter half, but most of it's the beginning. That the the bass and the limited use of the guitar is so different from everything on the album, and it see it sounds like menacing to hmm. me. Like, and it's about now. I'm just visualizing it. It's about um the borders of Mexico and stuff. So it kind of, now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it kind of reminds me like, of like someone sneaking. And that's why it's so like quiet like that. It's like, like that's so, and then without a face. It's a good contrast. It goes back and forth with the dude. And then the, like there's so many different sounds on this song. I think that's like it, like it. That's my favorite kind of shit. You start with you have your little idea of the song, and it goes back and forth with these two styles, and then the end of the song just goes into a whole different area, kind of combining both elements and making its whole new element. So yeah, this is a really, really interesting fucking song. That's why it's my favorite. It's way more interesting than other songs. It's the most interesting song, in my opinion, on the album, and it set it like it does the best job of setting a mood and keeping it. Without a face. Great fucking song. Hey, that's fair. It didn't make anything on my list. Really? Anywhere. Not even my least favorite. Damn. What is your... Uh, give me your list. All right. Honorable mention, Down Rodeo or Rodeo. Rodeo. It depends Drive. on... Yeah. Um, number five, Wind Below. I like Wind Below. It's a good, good I song. I like Wind Below. Yeah. I think it, if we did a top ten, it was num- my number seven. It almost was in my... Uh, <laughs> it was almost my honorable mention. Yeah. There we go. Uh, number four, People of the Sun. I, I thought it was a good way to start the album. Yeah, I was rough on it at first. It almost made my least favorite. Yeah, but same. But I, the more I, I heard it, yeah, I'm, I, I could appreciate it a little bit more. Uh, so that's why I put it at number you four. You said now Rodeo was your number five? Uh, that was my honorable mention. What was your number five? Uh, Wind Below. Okay. Yeah. Now, we had the same two and three, but flipped. Okay. So my number three is Vietnam. Oh, shoot. I put Down Rodeo twice. Down Rodeo is my number two. Is it? Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm like, I could have sworn I liked this more than an honorable mention, but I think because I had already written down my number two, I'm like, well, I want to put it in there somewhere, so honorable (laughs) mention. So let me change my honorable mention from this to Tire Me. I want to be like Jackie Onassis. Yeah, I really like Tire Me, so Tire Me is my actual honorable mention. Okay. Uh, so we have the same honorable mention then. Yeah. Hey. Uh, three Vietnam, two Down Rodeo, and my number one. Oh, let's, least favorite. Let's go least, least favorite. What, you, what is your least favorite? Snake Charmer. Oh, almost that almost made my least favorite too. Dude, listen. It's the way it ends where he just yells something interested in you. When he's just yelling interested in you... And then it slowly dies down, and he's still doing it. I see what he's trying to do, but it doesn't work for me. It, I feel like Snake Charmer and Revolver—they have—they're like the same song. They have the same kind of melody and everything. Yeah, 
I could have started singing Revolver over that. Yeah. Yeah, they're both like, that's why and, they both And that's why made. when you brought it up, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong song because they are <laughs> the same. They're a lot alike. They're the same. Yeah. Yeah, so we basically have the same. Yeah. Uh, and then my number one, Bulls on Parade. Play that. All right. I just, it's one of those ones. I think it's a hard song. It's a pretty good song. And I, the guitar I, is fucking I love song. everything they do with the guitar. This part, the next part coming up where they're not really playing notes yeah. and shit. Uh, it's just a good song. Yeah, it's one of the... Sh- the, uh, the album does start off really strong like that. Um, I like I like, I like, like the two songs. Eventually, I liked People of the Sun. And I like this song, too. This song played, song played a lot, actually. Yeah, th- this is my s- other favorite part. Like this? Wow. That yeah. just sounds good. It's really, really cool sounding. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, good top five. Yeah. Good top five. What do you give this album? I know we talked about how much we liked it and everything, and I kept saying, oh, I, I really like this album. I really like it. Yeah. Uh, so you'll be surprised. I give it a 4.75. I... <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> no, I gave it an 8.25. 8.25? Yeah, I feel like that's... A good grade for this album. Yeah, it, it's I, not an amazing album, but it's not. It's something, definitely solid. Yeah, it's, it's a solid. I would, I would, I would suggest someone to listen to this album. Yeah, it, I, gave, I gave it an eight. Yeah, so same, it's right around the same. Yeah. yeah, I would tell people check this album out. It's pretty good. It's, to me, when I I never really listened to much other Rage Against the Machine, but when I think of Rage Against the Machine, I think of this album. You know, yeah. I think of Bulls on the Parade. And I think of all this shit. I think of Gorilla Radio. Well, that's because you're dumb. And uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater too, baby. Yeah, that's true. And that, and it did have Bring the Noise on it too. Uh, bass, how low can you go? Death Row, Water Buffalo. It's not what he says, but I always oh. say Water Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's anything I'm putting in the corridor of greatness for this. Uh, no, I would have said Bulls on the Parade strictly for the Guitar, guitar Hero. But, but I did that with John the Fisherman, and I like John the Fisherman way more than Bulls on Parade. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, Spice Girls. Next. Yeah. And then we get Season 3. Yeah. Well, we still have to record this other one. Not tonight, but was this Season 3? Yeah. Yeah, never mind. We're good. We're in the yeah. clear. I we were doing both at the same time. I'm just so, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, pay your taxes or don't. Tell everyone that you love that you love them or don't. Shake people's hands nicely and firmly or don't. Please, please wash your hands or don't because that shit's nasty, nigga. Your mama raised you better, even if she didn't act like it. All right, or don't. Um. See you later. Bye. Yeah.